Aloha. Ohana. Welcome to the Ronohana Podcast with your host, Brittany. Suck it up, buttercup. Kenny. It puts the lotion in the basket. Donna. You want to run with me? You're taking pictures. And Ryan. Are we really doing this again? Now, let's get ready for some fun times and furlicks. This is the Ronohana Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Runahana Podcast. What's up, everyone? Hello, hello. What's up? What's how to do this? How to do this? So what's good, Brittany? What you got? What are you drinking there, Brittany? I'm drinking a Belgian Trappel, and it's my second. And I'm thinking Kenny should send my kid up with a third. Oh, that's a good plan. Uh, but she would have to bring my Hulk uh, bottle opener that Donna got me. That was pretty awesome, wasn't it? Anytime I love it. I see something Hulk, I think of you. In fact, I did the other day. I was ordering a, um, so I'm going to Chicago this week to visit with uh, Celeste and Susanna. And Ooh. we're going to a Marvel exhibition one of the days. So, of course, I have to get a Marvel shirt. And they have a Hulk smash tank top at Target. That is awesome. Yeah. I want pictures and videos of all of that. Okay. Okay. I'm sure we won't take many pictures, but (laughs) but I'm sure there'll be some. I'm jelly. That sounds like a lot of fun. So you're going to Chicago. I'm going to Chicago. Chicago. Of course, my dad was like, why are you going to Chicago? And I said, well, we just wanted a place to meet. And we have one other friend there. And he's like, don't you know, it's like the murder capital of the world right now. Gotta be good. <laughs> True. So I'll just have to bring my bulletproof vest. Do you have around. one? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you hang out, Donna? <laughs> no. I think you'll. I think it'll be good. I th- oh, I sure hope so. Yeah, sounds like a fun time. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got no no big plans personally. We just got a lot. Of, the month of June is always terrible for me scheduling anything uh because we have birthdays galore we have anniversary father's day it's just everything jam-packed into one month like this weekend this first weekend of june is pretty much the only open weekend for the next um goodness to almost early august wow yeah pretty much every weekend is pretty well booked from here on out so Crazy times, crazy yeah. times. I did get a lot of running in this weekend, uh, starting to elevate my mileage up a little bit. Had two runs this week that I was joined by friends and uh, a lot of fun. One of them, um, the guy I've occasionally run with, uh, local runner, I think I mentioned him last time on the podcast, caught up with him earlier in the week and then uh, followed back up on Friday with him and a real professional running rock star. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So there's a local girl that uh, graduated 2016, I think, Gatorade Athlete of the Year uh, as a runner. She went to Arkansas, had a lot of success at Arkansas, and is now one of the, um, they've got a new team in North Carolina. Puma has a new running team uh, out there that is being coached by Alistair and Amy Craig. Remember Amy Craig? She won the Olympic Trials Marathon. Anyway, she, they're, her and her husband, Alistair, are coaching the team, and uh, she's a part of that team. Really cool. So when you run with her, do you have to, like, 
is it hard to keep up? Like no. you have to put your best well, foot forward. So you feel pretty good. Obviously, she is in a much more relaxed state than I am at that pace. Uh, she actually ran. There's a local race here that's for charity, but it brings in a lot of really good talent. Uh, it's called Festival of the Miles. Ben Rosario, uh, coach of the NAZ Elite, he comes in. He actually kind of started this race, I believe. So they really hyped it up as her being like this hometown hero kind of thing. And it was really cool. She goes out and smashes a 432 mile and then comes back the next morning, comes down to our little town and uh, and we go catch. I, I, I was actually six miles into my 10 miler and I was starting to head home. And I saw them and I was like, oh, hey, you guys just getting started? And she's like, yeah, jump on in. And I'm like, well, I really only have like four miles to go and they're just getting started. But I was like, what the heck? It's totally worth it. Yeah, so I ended up. Have to. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to turn it down. This is totally worth it. So anyway, so that was fun for me. Oh, Super really cool, cool experience. What's new Kenny? with you? Kenny, you got anything new? I uh, went to, <clears throat> I got the whole process started again about um, surgery. So. Um, went through the initial preliminary through my um, primary health care provider and got a referral to go see orthopedic surgeon again. And they said, because it's been over a year, I have to get another MRI. We're going to start with my shoulder and then work down to the uh, either one of the knees. So there's a good possibility. And then sometime near distant future that I might be able to make it back on my feet and start running again. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, nice. yeah, but have you started practicing wiping your ass with your left hand? Oh, no, I told you, I have you. No, (laughs) no, no, no. Practice with your left hand. Going to have to hire a nanny. (laughs) We're not hiring a nanny either, Kendrick. Get a bidet. Get a bidet. A bidet bidet is not going to clean his ass, y'all. I know that ass. I smell that ass. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is just going into an After Dark episode real quick. (laughs) So there's my update. Well, that's cool. So they're starting up with your shoulder, um, some shoulder yeah, issues and working your way well, down. I, yeah, I got a torn rotator cuff from when I was, uh, when my knees got uh, jacked up, uh, I went to a road bike as, as a form of exercise. And, and with a road bike, you you know have the option of where you can clip into the bike to make it you know easier and you, I guess, activate both sides of your muscles and your quads, your uh, quads and your hamstrings. Um, so... I started doing that and I came up to a stop sign, got too comfortable with it and forgot about it and couldn't unclip fast enough because I was a dead stop. Oh. Fell right over fell right over my shoulder. But that was oh. a long time ago. And Ouch. I didn't get a bother to look at for a while and then come to find out I have a, a slight tear in my rotator cuff. So instead of it, you know, becoming a full tear, which would really screw me over for pretty much the rest of my life. You know, yeah. we, we came to the conclusion this is the uh, high priority and then we'll go to the knees. Wow. So Kenny really is going to be in like a full body cast with like one good arm and, and Brittany really is going to be wiping some butts. No. I- <laughs> <laughs> he can use his left hand. You need to start practicing. It's not <laughs> more, more to follow. Hashtag left hand. <laughs> Hey, so when you are all fixed, are you going to keep eating Marie Callender's at night? Or are you actually going to get out there on the road again? What, what fast food? I No, I no. you eat, you don't eat fast food. You eat a Marie Callender's pot pie every night for dinner. Yeah, what, what, what about it? Like, are you going to keep doing that? Or are you going to get out on the road and, and like work out and stuff again? Because I personally think you enjoy the couch life. No, he's I mean, coming back I, out with us, right? Yeah, I'm, 
yeah, I, my plan was to get back out there to run. You're yeah. going to have to get our, three calendars, man. Y'all going to have to break up. Our, our jog, why? Because she is not good for you. <laughs> She's trifling. Saying, <laughs> well, you can cross that bridge when you get to it. Yeah, that's yeah. You're but talking way, way. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, we're we're getting the process rolling again, and talked about work about it, and they seem like they're okay with it. So, um, in for a penny, in for a pound. Cool. cool. Good, 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 good. That's what's up with me. I had a big bike ride this morning. And I'm still debating, Kenny, although you're making me nervous. I don't have clip-ins yet. And I mean, people fly by me on the hills and I know that they would make such a big difference if I got them for that. But I am, I'm terrified of falling over. I mean, obviously it's a real thing. I mean, yeah. you just, I didn't even think about it. Like I got so comfortable with it. I, it seemed natural at that point that I didn't even think about it. And I've, I've heard of many people you know, in the whole training process of learning how to ride a road bike properly, which takes months, you know, it's just one of those things you don't think about and it can really screw you up. Mm -hmm. Although I will say that my husband broke his arm because he couldn't get his foot out of the basket. So, you know, it's not, it, it, I don't think it makes a difference. You can fall over just as easily having your foot in the basket as you can being clipped like, in. A, when you say a basket, like the little front bike basket, like Dorothy no, 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 no. from Wizard of Oz? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put all the way up in there. No, the little ones on the pedals. They like you, you put your your foot in there. I'm just I'm just being funny. Okay. I think they call them cages. But cages. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, I won't put them on my elliptico either for the same reason. Like, it's hard enough to figure out how to stop that mm -hmm. I don't want to have to also figure out how to unclip. You know, yeah. I have it on my um, bike in here. Like, I have bike shoes for clipping into my yeah, station. Same. spin bike. Mm -hmm. But I refuse, like, knock on wood, haven't fallen yet on my elliptico. But, man, it's been close. Yeah. Because of stupid people around me. Yeah. But I don't know. It's tempting. It's tempting because I feel like I just would work my legs better too. They say that they say it's a whole, and I guess mm -hmm. I I see it on the stationary bike. It, you are working a different set, but I mean you're still working it. Oh yeah, I mean it's not like I'm not getting exercise or I'm not right. using my leg muscles, but I think I would be. I you know. do the better motion, like it's it's the lift and pull thing. Right. You right. The, so anyway, one of these days maybe. We'll see. I also heard, I was talking to my girlfriend about it today and she said that because cycling is an outdoor uh, thing, everybody during COVID started getting bikes. So it's really hard to actually find them right now or to get them at a reasonable price. So it may like be good timing. Huh? Just like used cars. And everything <laughs> really? else. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Because like bathroom vanities. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. What's new, Brittany? Well, so I have been having a day. Like, I feel very inadequate. Like, I was proud. Yesterday, I did a 15, a little over 15 miles on the elliptico, but Tana does 30 today. And then I ran five miles, but Ryan ran, like, 15. <laughs> <laughs> so I was listening to our podcast, the last one, and it's funny because um, I guess I had, like, you guys compared Rushmore to Mount Washington, and like I got freaked out, but I, I put that back in a delusional bubble because I sorry, forgot that crap. And then I was talking with Donna and our super secret celebrity friends this week and they compared it again. And I was like, got really upset. Like, no, I'm not doing that crap again. Like 
why, why, why? So then I also thought about like Nashville, right? And I mean, I kind of trained, but I didn't really. And the difference is like, I don't, I know that, that Rushmore, we're not talking speed, right? But I, I miss the feeling of at least I'm strong enough to, to run. Does that make sense? Like, like Nashville, I was not as strong as you guys. Like I could at least feel strong to make the whole 13 and I wasn't. So I need a coach, Ryan. <laughs> like not like I, I, I remember like before you just kind of set a plan and I did it and you just kind of encouraged me throughout. It was great. And that's what I want, but I'm willing to like run the hills sort of. Right. Um, but I need to know like how much I really need to do not to not for speed, but just to finish feeling strong about it. So just like to finish, just to finish the race and not so much, you know, just finish the race with slightly less miserable feeling. Yeah. Like like you're going to die at the end. Yeah, at the end of Nashville, I threw both of you, I threw all y'all the middle fingers. Like I was dumb. <laughs> like, and I felt bad because I knew I was the weak link. Like that is a hard feeling, you know, like, and I've always talked about, don't feel bad if people say they don't mind, they'll slow down for you, whatever. It's still hard to do when you're the slowest person. Like at least before I knew I was strong enough to do a decent time and I'm not there anymore. So I just, I want to feel strong throughout the race, not necessarily fast, but strong. Like I'm good. I got this. Yeah. I think the, the biggest thing that can make is, I mean, you had a little bit of, you're kind of just easing back into running, right? I stopped. I don't even know how to run anymore. Like, I mean, I know how to put my feet in front of the other, but I, I don't remember like how to fuel. I, I seriously, I really don't. Like I, I ran five miles today. I didn't take anything. I had a water bottle. That was it. I even wore the wrong shoes, y'all, because like in my mind, it was supposed to rain um, yesterday and today and it didn't. So I was going to run the the paid part, which if I go down and I run um, two laps, I would have had five miles and I could walk back and be fine. But my feet, so I wore my, my paved shoes, not my trail shoes, but my feet saw the trail and they just ran to the trail. And even when I got down to the pave, there's a part where you go back into the trail and they just said, F it, we're going back in the trail, bitch. And that's what we did. So um, it gives me more uphill, right? And I did try to do where usually I run all the downs and straightaways and whatever. But when you start going up, I'll, I'll like skip walk breaks to save that time to walk up. And I didn't do that. I just, whatever I was supposed to be doing at the time, that's what I did. So I ran more uphill except for the two places where it's just like, so steep. I'm not running that crap. Uh, but I try to run everything else. So I'm trying. No, but I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, I think the start, the first thing that you need to do is just work on getting consistency because, you but know, what is that? Well, it means just being able to get out the door. Uh, if you're, you know, if, if you're looking at three days a week or four days a week, uh, just hitting those days. And even if it's, uh, you know, 30 minutes to 45 minutes each day, that's better than say not doing anything and then trying to go out and say run 45 minutes to an hour, you know, to kind of make up for that. Cause that's what I did for Nashville. Like I might have gotten a weekday run in and I, I tried to get my weekend run in at least, but I wasn't yeah. consistent in the weekday. So how much time and how many days during the week? Cause and, and count an elliptico, because if I'm just running, I'm not about that life anymore. I want an elliptico run in there, an elliptico ride. 
Yeah. So, so can I do like Tuesday and Thursday run, Wednesday elliptico, and then elliptico ride and a run in the weekend? Yeah. I mean, I think if you're looking at four days a week and, you know, some of it, you're going to need time on your feet because you're going to be out there a lot. So you're not going to get that necessarily from an elliptico. Uh, right. But, uh, if you put in a long run on the weekend, uh, elliptical ride during the week and maybe two easy runs during the week, I, I would think How that, that easy runs be, cause I'm trying to figure this out. Cause I was telling Donna, like Donna and I work out together in the morning sometimes. Right. So I was doing my center workouts for about 25, 30 minutes. And I figured if I woke up 10 minutes earlier and I got ready 10 minutes earlier, it makes a big deal, right? I do my 25 minutes center. And then I was able to go out for 25 minutes, whether it's a run or a ride. But if I need to not do the center and do more running, what, what do I need to do? The center stuff is fine because that's, it's giving strength you all the training. extra uh, benefits of strength training and movement and mobility. Uh, I see no reason to back that off, but I think if you can add in, um, you know, two run days during the week, maybe 30 minutes, 30 minutes, you're in a position where you're kind of starting simple. You're rebuilding your foundation and you have to, before you get ahead of yourself and start worrying about, Oh, what kind of fueling do I need to do? Forget about that. Just work on trying to get out the door for 30 minutes three to four days a week. And whether that's two days during the week where you're running and then maybe uh, a 45 minute or something easy on the elliptico and then like a long run and your long run, even when you're starting out here in the first few weeks, your long run is probably 45 minutes, right? I mean, you don't want to stretch yourself to the point where you have to feel obligated to go out and do an hour run the first week on your long run. Why? Because it's going to be further in advance of where you're currently at And you know what's going to end up happening is you're just going to get frustrated with it and you're going to hate it. And then it's going to be this kind of cycle of like, oh, I don't want to get because that's what you got to start with the simplest uh, way that you can build consistency. It's just like with eating and, you know, nutrition. Uh, Nobody makes radical changes in, in a diet or nobody should make radical changes in any kind of diet because it's not sustainable. And same way with running, you know, you've got a foundation, you set the foundation, make it easy to beginning make it easy on yourself so that you can start to build the consistency. Then when you get three, four or five weeks into it and you've got the, you've got those half hour uh, weekday runs done, you've got the elliptical ride going and you're building up that long run slowly. Then you can maybe start, you know, looking at adding 45 minutes during the week if, if, if time allows for it and if you're comfortable with it. But the, the effort needs to be there and it needs to be consistent in order you to, to build any foundation. Without a foundation, you're just building a, basically a weak uh, training structure uh, that's going to collapse when it comes to race day. And that's, I guess, in the simplest terms, you know, you're building a house, you start with the basement and the foundation and make sure that that's stable. Otherwise, that roof's going to collapse the moment you you get inside and you close the front door because, you know, without that base, you have nothing to depend on. And that's where you're getting your strength. You're building up some uh, fatigue in your legs uh, accumulated. I mean, some of these training plans I see where they're they maybe only do just a few runs a week. And then by the end of the training plan, maybe they're doing three weeks or three runs a day. And by the end of that training plan, they're out doing 26, 28 milers. It's insane because 
that long run is such a large percentage of your total weekly volume. And so you're spending like three hours or four hours or some even greater, depending on pace, out there on a long training run. It's just, it's nonsense. What would be more beneficial is getting a little bit more consistent, even if it was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to add in a fourth run, but I'm not going to spend, you know, more than an hour and a half in a week. You're going to, you'll get more out of that than you would just say two, you know, two or three runs a week. You know, see, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I you, don't wanna, you. you don't want to stretch out that long run just to try to make up mileage. You will be better off building your foundation with getting in about three to four runs would be great. Three runs with elliptical was great too. Um, and just start small, start something that's, uh, you know, obtainable because you got to start with where you're at right now and not where you used to be or where you want to be. You start right now and then the fitness will come. And I mean, honestly, your body doesn't lose complete fitness. I mean, unless you've had a significant amount of time off, you'll lose some and it'll take a little bit to get it back. But your body will adapt quicker this time around than it did, you know, the last time you built up. Yeah, you lose speed. I mean, I think that that's why I can go out and run five miles a day and I'm okay. Because my fitness, I'm at least like doing the center and everything else that I'm doing. I'm able to do that. Could I do a lot more? No, not without like sucking. Speed wise, I'm nowhere near what I used to be. Well, even and I wouldn't even worry. Don't even really worry about speed. Speed will somewhat come with endurance as you build up some fitness and in general uh, with your endurance. I mean, that uh, some speed will come back. I mean, you can do uh, strides like short strides and, and short hill sprints to to start building some leg strength and sharp turnover. Um, so that stuff can kind of help. And that's that can all be added into to a plan. But I think right now your focus should be, you know what, let's just nail some Really simple, easy runs. You got to enjoy running again. Basically, you got to give yourself an opportunity for success and getting started. Because if you throw out too much too soon, like I said, it's you're going to become frustrated with it. And when you become frustrated with it, that's when inconsistency starts happening because your mood or motivation um, is not great. And it's harder to get out the door. And then when the inconsistency starts happening, that's when things just start falling apart. And then you just try to rush and throw it together and you try to scramble to add mileage and then maybe an injury happens or more frustration happens. And then all of a sudden it's race day and you're, you're all worked up about it. So I honestly, I I just think you got to give yourself an opportunity for success and, and starting out easy 30 minutes, a couple of days a week and a long run. And that long run can start at 30 minutes. It can start at 45 minutes. Um, and I say time frame wise and not so much a mileage because I mean, it's time on your feet in one instance, but, you know, pace is also different. So, you know, to say go out and run, you know, three miles or five miles, um, if your base isn't really good and your pace isn't really good, five miles can be a long time on your feet for some people. And so that's not a great place to start. So shoot for minutes at this point. And then when you, when you start getting good and you've got three, four, five weeks under your belt, you know how much mileage you can do in 30 minutes, right? So maybe it's, uh, you know, three miles you can do in 30 minutes or that's a nice, easy number. Um, and then say, okay, you know what? Six week, I'm going to do three and a half miles, um, 
two days a week. And then I'm going to, you know, so, and, and really you're just kind of doing a slow buildup. So what about fueling? Cause like I, I was telling y'all before, I feel like I got wrong information on that. When do you fuel and how often? Um, that's not a real easy well, question. I mean, there's half. What's that? Like that's all they, I've heard that people take one goo for a full half marathon and that's all they need. So yeah, I don't take any goose for a half marathon. I was going to say, I think it dep- sometimes yeah. depends on the person. I, it's it's very dependent on the person. Um, and uh, some of it, you can train your body. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, there's some science that kind of, you know, justifies, you know, maybe a goo every 45 minutes or so many calories, you know, every 45 minutes and things like that. So there's definitely some science to it. And um, I read a uh, Matt Fitzgerald book. I can't think of the name of it right off the top of my head, but I read a Matt Fitzgerald book that kind of went into the science a little bit about it. And obviously he also said, you know, it's not going to be the same for everyone, but generally this is a rule of thumb kind of a thing and, or a suggested you know place. And I use that as just kind of guidance. And I ran a couple of marathons with that and kind of tweaked it. And I mean, right now I'm I, th- I think my last ma- I have it written down as far as how I executed it, but I think it was about a goo every 45 minutes and I don't take the, um, the gel all at once. I'm kind of like dragging it out for a, you know, a full mile almost. And then, you know, on, on. and I do that when I rotate with, uh, I drink water right after the, the gel so I can wash that down. And, and the next time, uh, next water stops, I'm taking Gatorade or whatever they're offering on the course. And then, uh, when it's next time for my gel, I'll take the gel and then follow up with water. Cause sometimes you, you, your stomach just doesn't, um, really like Gatorade and the gel all at once. And again, everybody is completely different. But that's why we say, or people say to work it out in your training runs. Um, if you find yourself getting hungry during the run, it's probably should have been taken a while because sometimes those gels take a bit to settle in and kick in. So um, I don't know if you're on a long run and 45 minutes, uh, you know, if maybe you're going out for an hour and a half, you know, probably halfway through, take a, a gel or some sort of new, uh, fuel along the way to uh to see how that goes and if that goes and maybe that's a good rotation but i don't know that there is anything written in stone that is applicable for every single person i just did a 15 miler today and all i had was gatorade with me see and i don't like gatorade but i do like noon has an endurance um that i use a lot for long elliptical rides because it gives you it doesn't have a lot of calories but it gives you like fuel and carbs and stuff um, as you drink it. So I've even found I don't have to take as much goo or some something else when I drink that. I don't get hungry. Yeah. I would also say to, as far as fueling is concerned, um, figure out what your race day plans are for as fueling. And by that, I mean, are you planning to take your own fuel and stuff to the race with you and carry a bottle and, and all that? Or are you going to rely on race provided hydration because if you're uh, going to rely on race provided hydration uh, find out what they're offering and uh, use that in your training Um, I've always used Gatorade uh, for myself it works okay for me whenever I need it but I ran a race uh, grandma's I think they were doing uh, Powerade and I had never really used Powerade so my whole build up for grandma's marathon I was using Powerade as my uh hydration just to get used to it did i well, give this you a sample one, right? of that gnarly nutrition when we were in nashville did i give well, you some of that 
Uh, I did use it. Actually, I, I didn't mind that at all. Because that's what Vacation Races uses. And I noticed so they, they, they said it, they'll have it for Mount Rushmore too. So they I have really like that. that, right? Sorry? They have water and that, mm-hmm. right? Right. Because that, that's a good point. I forgot about that. I usually have whatever's in my Camelback would be like the the noon or the noon endurance or whatever. And then I use their water. But for uh, vacation races, they won't have cups, right? They'll have the little, you can order a little hydro flask so that you do that thing with the pump. Like they have the big uh, thermoses and you just pump it with your cup and use, I mean, pump it with your foot and fill up your cup or whatever. You, I mean, this little hydro flask, it's, it's a little thing that clips onto your belt that you just keep, keep I don't, reusing. I, don't, I feel like I said I didn't need it because I you figured might, I'd have to pull back. Might, yeah, well, and if you have your Camelback, you could fill that up with the with the jugs too, but um, you might still be able to get one at the expo. Okay. Does that help, Brittany? Yeah, that helps a lot. So, all right, so what about the hills? Like, because I did look, I feel better because I checked both Mount Washington and, and Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore was like 1800 elevation gain and yeah. in seven miles, seven and a half miles. And Mount Washington is 4,600. That's a little bit <laughs> of a difference. Yeah. So I don't have to do hill repeats, right? I think we should still do them. I mean, you pr- you definitely <laughs> want to get a little elevation in at least. Well, no, like I have hills. Like I, like I said, I will run my hills, but not like the mountains. Does that make sense? Like there, there's two parts where I feel like it is steep, steep. Like the one, if you're talking Mount Washington, that last bit, that's like 22% elevation gain. I swear that's what this, this bit is. It's, it's very steep. Um, and I tried and I said, F it, I'm not doing that. Um, so there are certain parts that are like that, but the rest of it, I did try to run. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think just, you can work in elevation and I think as long as you're not like avoiding hills, I mean, hill repeats or uh, just finding hills during maybe you got a long run and you're going to take a hilly route to to your long run. I think that is going to be more beneficial than, you know, than anything else. You know, just stretching out your long run and cover some hills. So if you got some hills on a trail or something like that, seek those out during your long run um, and just build up some hills that way. Not every run needs to be up a hill. Um, well, that's so my weekly runs don't have to be hilly. no. I because trying so. to find the minutes in my head, I mean, there's places I can go that will have a little bit, but not like what I did today. What I did today is more like the the hills all in the trails and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you you want to get some elevation in there because you need to you need to work those muscles. But um, I don't think every run. I think it would be bad for every run to have hills, uh, especially on some easy runs. And uh, yeah, I think if you just double those up on your long run, I think you would be fine uh, to build that up and then just keep your weekly uh, weekly runs easy and allow your legs to recover for the next long run. I, I wouldn't think that. I mean, you're building a foundation here. You're not you're not uh, you're not trying to run a PR up this mountain and, and podium or anything like that. So um, so yeah. Podium. <laughs> any, any anything here anything here is going to help the biggest thing that i would say is just stay consistent keep it uh, obtainable uh for yourself don't shoot for the moon here you're just shooting for the top of the mountain i think we're shooting for like the bottom of the mountain well you're running down the mountain well you run to the top for 0.5 and then the rest of it's all downhill yeah. but that part's nice oh you can just roll from that point <laughs> I know, right? 
Well, hopefully that helps you. <sighs> Kenny refilled my beer, y'all. Oh, it was nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. We'll continue to update because Donna's got to like figure her plan out too. And yeah. Yeah. She, hey, piggyback, so, piggybacking on some of that. This is the other thing I thought about. If you want to compare Mount Washington to Rushmore, you and, and R2 put that you would finish like two to two fifteen half, right? Uh, okay. Let me tell you something. Yeah, I'm just he, saying. He what? said two fifteen, but I don't know. Well, I was only doing that because I didn't know you guys were going to jump in, first of all. And he was going to be the only person I knew running. So I wanted to be in his wave. <laughs> he told me. He did put it as an estimated goal time, but also orange is his favorite color. So he chose it because <laughs> of orange. Um, but I, I mean, 215, I haven't run a half in a long time, but that, I mean, with that kind of elevation, I think that's going to be a challenge. Well, just so you know, for Mount Washington, they say that if you normally would run a half in 215, you're going to run that seven point whatever miles in 215. Wow. Yeah. So I have work to do because I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know what we're going to do, to be honest. It's not as bad not Washington though. So you've right, got right. Be that bad, but just right. think about that, you know, because the first seven and a half miles is a great uphill, you're going to be a lot slower than you normally well, would. Oh yeah. I'm a hundred percent certain of that. Plus I hope he realizes how many times I'm going to stop to take pictures. <laughs> Well, there's that <laughs> the time. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we'll figure it out. We'll get it done. It'll be awesome. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, guys, we actually got Brittany. You posted that picture up on Facebook and told people that we needed stuff to talk about. So we did get a couple of questions from Tom from the Will Run For podcast and from our friend Jackie. So I thought it would be good to just go around. I'll t- I'll say the question and then we each can answer what it is, like just kind of a rapid fire kind of thing, not not go into a huge amount of detail until we end up doing a huge amount of detail. <laughs> All right. So Tom first asked, what makes you keep running? You guys, I, had that, I really, when I moved to Atlanta, I had that epiphany not long ago that the only reason I want to run is to be friends with y'all. Mm-hmm. Like if it, if it wasn't for that, I'd much rather like just, even though I enjoy running, I don't like the pressure of feeling like I have to go run, if that makes sense. And I truly enjoy my elliptical more. Um, and some of the other things that I've been concentrating on more. I am enjoying getting back out on the road, but that's why it's just so that I can run with y'all. Brittany, I'll be your friend without running. You know, but, but, but would you have met her without running? That is true. But now that we've met, she doesn't have to run anymore. (laughs) Except for she's got to run up Mount Rushmore. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's, what'd you say, Britt? I need lazier friends. (laughs) (laughs) I, I pretty much have the same answer. I mean, I feel like it's the, well, it's kind of twofold. I mean, I think the people that I've been able to surround myself with, with running, but I do love the feeling of a race race day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't go as far as to say I'm like Ryan who just enjoys running for running. There are, there are days every once in a while where it feels really good. And I just feel like I want to run, but those 
happened less than the days that I'm like, I need to run because I have this coming up. But if I know that there is um, a chance for me to see people or to, you know, like when we go to Chicago, Celeste isn't running right now, but Suzanne and I are going to run on Sunday. And like, I'm excited about that. You know, it'll be good. Yeah. For me, it's been running uh, offers a lot of structure and discipline. And I really like that uh, with running and uh, the physical and mental health benefits of it um, are definitely a plus. So all of those are reasons why I continue to run. And uh, the friends have just been an absolute bonus that definitely you, 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 you feed off of different, um, motivations throughout, you know, a year or a season or, you know, sometimes even a week or a day. And, uh, it's, you know, having enough reasons why you get out the door, whether it's running or riding an elliptical or hiking, um, having multiple reasons why you go out to get out the door is, is, uh, super helpful. So the structure of it, the discipline, um, the mental health, the physical health, the friends, uh, knowing that I'm challenging myself and, uh, being able to have an opportunity for success or failure and come back and just continue to challenge. It's all of those reasons for me that I really enjoy running. Kenny, what about you? Uh, well, last I checked, I don't run, but I'm trying to get back to that point. Why did you well, run? Right. Get- and, I, and why, why do you want to come back to it? Like, are there reasons you want to come back to it? Yeah, it's therapeutic. You get to lose yourself in thought and release your mind from the today's work. And I never saw it as stressful unless I was trying to compete against something or somebody. But for the most part, in the first half of my running career, it was all just, just for fun. Just a, a release, you know, you, anybody that lifts weights or does whatever they do, you know, for a workout is usually to release tension from the workday. So that's why I did it. Cool. Do you miss running with me? Yeah, actually I do. Oh, he used to irritate me though. Why? Because, because you were faster and I'm like, he's like slowing it down for me. Just go, just go like <laughs> bad mental days. It would like irritate the crap out of me just because I know he's dumbing it down for me. And I would try to get him to go and he never would. <laughs> get that. All right. This was one from, these are two from Jackie. What is a race you would never, ever run again, no matter who signs up for it or goes? Hmm. I can't answer this because I, I am so influenced by peer pressure. And even if I knew I hated it the first time around, but five of my friends were going to go to it. I wouldn't pass it up. I don't think I can. I don't think I can give an answer to that. And that I don't like, know if I've had such a bad race experience that I'd never do it again. I don't know if I've had that. Yeah, I think so I'm that's the same what way. I was trying to think, too. Like, yeah. Um, remember, I talked about Santa Surfer, five miler, how it was mm-hmm. on the beach. It was hail and like my pee and my porta potty. I didn't want to leave and all that. And then they made it, um, or it was a 10 miler in the morning. Then they made it a five miler at night. And I was like, well, shit, I'll do that. Um, but even Mount Washington, like I'm the same as you. Like I, I didn't hate it. Right. Uh... Like I didn't understand why we're running a mountain. <laughs> I didn't understand why we're running a mountain. Like, I don't get that, but it wasn't horrible. 
so I feel like if Donna, God damn it, if y'all said we're going, I would go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I'm just not smart, you guys. <laughs> I'm not smart at all. Well, obviously, you signed up for Mount Rushmore and you had no idea the race was up No, dude, I thought that you would drive to the top and then we would like run flat across it. (laughs) Run across Washington's head. (laughs) Why do people do that? I do admit, I do have to admit, I had that horrible experience at Shamrock the first year I went because it was like torrential downpour, (laughs) freezing cold rain. And I went back again the next year and I actually did not run it. I had my first DNS because I was like, I'm not putting myself through that again. I was still that went the, one for the I- weekend and I was still with all you guys. So I still went to the race, but I did not run it. I Is that the one I DNF too? Like I started it, but I didn't finish because it was miserable. It was, it was miserable. It was, it was it miserable. like snowing and sleeting. Yeah. And not to mention the night before, you know, we've talked about uh, what, a smoke alarm noise does to me in our hotel room, the smoke alarm went off in the middle of the night and um, you know, just the chirping kind of thing to, to where we had to switch rooms. And so I got zero sleep. It was just awful. So I guess I would say that, but Hey, I'm signed up for Shamrock next year. So I'm going back. And I, I only because all of you guys are going. Well, and I think that I had such a great year the first year I ran it, and I've had some good Shamrock runs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the the year Kenny did, yes. Kenny, when you did the that Neptune, was the first was, year. that was mm-hmm. the 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 what what they call it wasn't like a torrential downpour. What was it? it it's it was a nor'easter, a nor'easter, yeah. right? Yeah. And then the following storm. year, yeah, just a nor'easter. And then the <laughs> following year was it was okay at first, but it was cold, and then it started like like as soon as I got towards the boardwalk it started sleeting yeah like ice on your face yeah and then i get on the boardwalk and the wind is pushing you backwards it doesn't matter and y'all i wasn't slow back then i was i was good and it was pushing me back because i'm trying to run forward and i was like i'm done Mm -hmm. i this is miserable i'm done i don't need to finish this yeah i really don't have regrets like of that race yeah yeah i don't think i have any races that i'm particularly haven't been well executed. I mean, weather, obviously you guys had mentioned, I mean, I mean, that can be a one-off thing, but, um, I don't know. The only race that I can think of that have me kind of second guessing is anything from like the rock and roll series at this mm. point. And that's just from a stability of the company. I, I mean, as a race experience, even if we had friends doing rock and roll Nashville or wherever again, I mean, it, certainly I would consider it again. It's just, I don't think I've had a race experience that's been so bad that I wouldn't consider doing it again. See, and, and I've had a lot of rock and rolls that have been good. You're right. It's, it's not communication wise during COVID. It's not been great recently. And they've been cutting no. out a lot of cities. So you kind of wonder if there isn't some, I mean, they were doing that before COVID even they hit. They were bought out too though, right? Yeah. I mean, and they've been, I think By they've Iron been Man? bought out a, a couple of times and they've been dropping cities, um, for years leading up, I mean, like I said, even before COVID even came and, and yeah. you just, I don't know, you start to wonder about the financial um, uh, structure of the company and you hate to sign up for a race and pay a hundred or $150 in a race fee. And then the company go bankrupt and you're out your money. I mean, that's, that's what I would worry about. There's a lot of those. I, I remember there was a mud run in Virginia, in Chesapeake, Virginia, and it was getting close and nobody was getting any updates and they ended up going belly up and the race never happened. So you do have to, I think, be a little more wary or, or watch the, the more local, even the mud run races. Cause like 
Great American, was it the Great American Mud Run? I freaking loved. And then they went belly up like the following year. Um, but I, I, yeah, I just can't say I would never not do one. If y'all said, let's go, I'd be like, let's go. Yeah. Do you have any weird race day rituals or what is there something you can't run without? Hmm. I don't have any really race day rituals. The crap before the race. Yeah. PRP before Everybody you PR. PRP. Yeah, PRP. Sure. When it comes to food, I'm pretty consistent with my food choices. Like even leading up, like I'm doing pizza two days out. I'm doing, you know, loading up on carbs, pancakes and um, oatmeal for breakfast, the race morning. That's about as weird, I guess, as it gets. I do bagels for breakfast for like long run days. Um, for like at like 10 miles or more, it's a bagel. And then like my body sees the porta potty on race morning. They're like, great time to shit. Let's get it all out. <laughs> Nothing I can do about it. It's, it just happens. Um, but I do need music. Like there's a debate people that need music. That's I don't understand you people that don't need music. And even if I'm running with friends, I have one ear in and one ear out. Cause it's just background noise. So like, if y'all stop talking to me, at least there's someone singing in my ear. Um, it doesn't have to be loud or anything, but I do have to have it. Yeah. I don't, I don't really have any, I'm not even consistent with meals or pre-race stuff. I wish I was because I think it would probably do me some good. The only thing I can think of is that I, I have to be chewing gum. I chew gum when I run. I'd be afraid I'd choke and die. No, it just keeps, it keeps my mouth from getting dried out. It's a special talent to run and chew gum, right? I guess it is. Maybe that's why I have to drink water. Like almost every walk break, I would like just take a small sip or something, which I know I drink too much water on a run, but I can't chew gum that long. Like I, I chew gum until the flavor goes away, which is like usually a minute and I spit it out. Yeah. I think I can pretty much, I can make a piece of gum last a pretty long time, but um, <laughs> oh, that's it. Nothing. We're not. Not real weird around here, I guess. What about you, Kenny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carb loading. What do you have to do before you cheer fun. for us? What? What do you have to do before you cheer for us? Carb loading, he said. Yeah. Join in. Yeah. Fat kids gotta eat something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the last um, one of the last questions, this one was from Tom again. He said, what is your favorite running music or in race motivation? So I'm one of those people, Brittany. I don't I don't run with music most of the time, but I will say this. Well, I listen to podcasts sometimes. Sometimes I'll turn on music, but I I happened to do a uh, Peloton class the other day and it was Disney music and I was singing my head off. I mean, it was like all old school uh, Disney channel stuff. They had the Jonas brothers and I wrote them down because they, I just was like, they had jump five. They had, uh, well, they had Donny Osmond for I'll make a man out of you, which was my favorite Disney song ever. And then they had, Breaking Free, Breaking Free, come on, from High School Musical. They had How Far I'll Go, and they had Circle of Life, and they had Nobody's Perfect from uh, Hannah Montana. And it was just, I had so much fun with it. Way to go, Peloton. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a fun spin class. Yeah. That would be a fun one. 
my only, about you, right? My only song that, uh, and I don't listen to music when I race. Um, I don't listen to a lot when I run. Some easy runs, I'll put in some podcasts or whatnot. But uh, the one song that I do play is kind of getting ready, kind of psyching myself up, uh, is some Eminem. Um, Till I Collapse, Lose Yourself. I mean, those just have just such a hard-hitting beat that it's like... And then as soon as they're over, music's off, and I'm doing my warm-up and getting ready to race. So, huh. yeah, Eminem's some good stuff. I will say this, Kenny. When we were in Nashville and we were driving around in your Jeep, you had on a station that was all, like, classic rock. Did you? Was it, a, uh, was it just a Nashville station? Serious. You have serious. Okay, because I love that. Like, that's the kind of music that pumps me up. I loved every single song that was on. So if yes, you have uh, Spotify, there's a there's a couple of good Spotify playlists that I can right, share with you. You have to send them to me, yeah. But the uh, satellite station is Classic Rewind. So I have so much. Um, I will say recently listening to pod, I forgot how great listening to podcasts was on a long run because it just takes your mind off of everything and lose like serial. I love the serial podcast. Um, the The one I was listening to was more about like uh i think it was chicago and like the the judicial system and and she'll talk with lawyers she'll talk with people who are going to trial and just all that it's just fascinating to me so i can lose myself while i do that but most of the time with music um i have a disney playlist i have a rock playlist i have what i created for chicago which has broadway music it has uh, oh my god y'all the, the the music of my people the music of my people. They are Irish rock. They just talk about drinking. <laughs> I got nothing to do but being a pub drinking beer. I love them. Um, but also, like, if I'm just down and I need motivation, it's Pitbull. I was it's waiting for that. Pitbull. I was like, yeah. if she goes this whole is. segment without mentioning Pitbull. Oh, my God. Like, and, <laughs> and and make us delete this episode. Like, it is just like, I'm there. Like, I will do, like, all sorts of stupid running moves with that shit but like he starts like and and i've never heard some of the songs i was listening to the other day and he's talking about using his tongue so much oh my god i love him so much and it gets me like riled up in in more than just running and yeah. it's just great <laughs> i love it i'm just saying like he's Is it getting he's hot in here Whew. i mean somebody turn on the fan here he does, and I've noticed that, like I've noticed even years ago when I would be running and I'd be like, oh, I'm like done. I'll put on one of his songs and it makes me like speed up. It just, it just gets me going. He gets me going. Rawr. He smells so good. Speaking of music, I know we did a game last week, but guess what? <gasps> Another game! I got a game. We love games! I've got a handful of songs here. I'm going to play you a song. It's going to have no vocals on the track. It's just going to be an instrumental Kenny's track only. Really good at this. And you guys have to name the track. I hope it's Disney. <laughs> oh, I hope so too. If it's like current, I'm you dead. three competing against each other, right? So what we're going to do, you'll make note of your the song name, and then I'll go to each of you. You name the song. I'll reveal the answer. See who has the most points after five songs. So. Okay. Okay. These are classic running songs. Oh, Not necessarily shit. classic music, but just like these should be well known. These are probably on just about every runner's playlist at some point. It's not on mine. Uh, maybe. 
So I'll give you a little example. Let's see. Let's see how this how this trial goes. So this this is a little example here, right? Got it. It was on one of my spin lists, man. I love that song. I don't know stronger. what it is. Stronger. 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 Yeah. Hey, okay, there we go. Yeah. And so just got to know the name of the song. I don't need the artist, just the name of the song here. Let's see how we go. You guys ready? Yeah. Ready. Now, you got to, I don't have you guys writing these things down. So I have to trust that you're being I honest and sticking with your answer and not going <laughs> to change, not going to change your answer change. based on. I'm kay. writing mine down. Okay. You okay. ready? Okay. First one. All right, Brittany, what do you got for this song? Journey, Don't Stop Believing. Donna? That's what I was going to say. Don't Stop Believing. Kenny? I third that. Yeah. Yes. Journey, Don't Stop Believing. One point for each of you. Yes! The next song. That's a little guitar intro there. <laughs> do you, do I need to play more? You got you got it. You got it. Answers locked. I mean, in. I know who sings it, but I don't know if I know the. I don't know it. Okay, well, let me give you a little it's bit more ACDC, here. ACDC, and I think. Da, 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 you want to give away your answer here? Skip a little ahead here, maybe. This this upcoming piece will probably give it away. Come on. How do you not know this damn? Song? Here we go. All right, all right. No. We gotta know the answers. Gotta know the answers. Brittany. I don't know. ACDC Thunder. ACDC Thunder? Is that your answer? Yeah. Thunder? No. Yeah. Donna. No. Donna. I don't your know. Answer? Face. Just say something, Donna. Uh back in black. Okay. Kenny. I don't know if I can play this game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Kenny. Thunderstruck. ACDC. Thund- come on, guys. ACDC Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Oh, you were close, close Brittany. But I can't. Close enough. I, I Cannot give it to you. No, cannot. Yes, you can. Kenny's up. Kenny got it. Two to one to one. Okay. Next song. Brittany, you, you, I don't know. Oh. I know the song. I, I yeah, I recognize it, but I don't know what it is. I know uh, the song, but I don't know. Tom Petty, running yeah. down a dream. Oh. I did say Tom Petty. I did say oh Tom Petty. Oh my gosh, Kenny's gonna make this easy. I told you, Kenny's yeah. good at this. Three, one, one. I actually said it three times, but the freaking phone was a mute again. <laughs> <laughs> Still think I should get the ACDC Thunder. No, I mean, no, no. I'm, Look, I didn't say Imagine Dragons Thunder. It's close enough. Song number four. Mm-hmm. 
This might be a tougher song. Uh oh. I know this one. Beautiful Is day. It? Oh, maybe. I was just saying, got a lame song choice all of a sudden. Uh, I said beautiful you day. You too. Yes. Yeah. I don't like you too. You too. Beautiful day. So we got Kenny four, Donna two, Brittany uno. One and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last one. Last song. Okay. Spaghetti, feeling ready. Uh, Brittany, what you got? Get your mom's spaghetti. Lose it. Wait, wait, wait. Eight seconds. Lose wait. your mind. You own it. All that shit. Wait, what's the name of the song? Why do you do that to me? It's Eminem from Eight Seconds. It's like lose it or lose. Lose. Oh, fucking no. Lose. You, you got the lose part right. Cause I know I do. You, you fucking made me have to be you, perfect. I can't you be perfect. I am what I am. Donna, what do you got for this song? I was oh, I can only tell you it's Eminem. I don't know what it's called. Kenny. Theme song for me. I said lose it. Uh, the song is Lose Yourself. <gasps> I said that, dead guy. Uh, sorry. Dead burn. Are you sure that wasn't Sir Mix-a-Lot? That's Sir Mix-a-Lot, Kendrick. It was definitely Eminem. DJ Salty, Salty, Salty. Salty Ball. Oh, goodness. That's it. Well, that was good, right? So what else? That was fun. What else? Any, any? I told you Kenny be the winner, though. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's all we got. That's it. Well, thanks to Jackie and to Tom for sending us in some questions. Those are always fun. If you guys have any others you want us to touch base on or talk about, we would love to get them. Right on. So you can follow us on social media. I think those were posted on Facebook. You can follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, and. Yeah, Twitter is just not real lively, but uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. That'll be good for now. <laughs> uh, and you can also subscribe to our podcast anywhere you get your podcast. And uh, rate and reviews are great. Five stars. Five stars. We appreciate you for listening to this episode of the Run Nohana podcast. For Kenny, for Brittany, for Donna, for me, Ryan. Peace. And chicken grease.